Hello, my name is Jeremy McCain, and you are listening to 55 B.O.B. Basically, these are some of my favorite things that I like to do in life in general. Basically, what it comes down to is we'll be talking about my favorite team, the Edmonton Oilers. We'll be talking about beer, and we'll be talking about business, hence the B.O.B. Starting it off, we're going to talk about the team in general. Uh, basically, a lot of pundits are picking them not to make the playoffs. Uh, Mr. Button did say that he thought the Oilers would be finishing in sixth. You break it down to last year, the Oilers had 83 points, which would be tops in this North Division last year. Everybody was pretty close uh, from the Oilers at 83, Maple Leafs at 81, Jets at 80, Calgary at 79, Vancouver at 78, the Canadians at 71, and the Senators at 62. Uh, I figure the Oilers are in the top four easy. I think they've added pieces. Uh, I think Calgary's added pieces. I think the Maple Leafs have stayed pretty much the same. Um, Vancouver's taking a step back with some guys that they have lost. And the Canadians, I, I don't think their additions are as good as people think they are. So I really question where they're going to finish. I'm saying the Oilers finish second and a close second in this division. Our first segment, we're going to be talking about the Oilers and goaltending. Now, there's been a lot of people talking about goaltending and not very happy with how the Oilers goalies have been looking, and that has to do with one series. But if we break it down to this North Division and who they're going up against, uh, Hellebuck last year was the cream of the crop. He was the Vesna Trophy winner. He was at 9.22 save percentage and 2.57 goals per game, right? So that's pretty good to be in that situation. I give him, uh, you know, top props for that. So, but when you look at Winnipeg, they weren't that good of a team. Um, they did struggle. They did end up with 80 points, which was still pretty good. But at the same point, um, they do have some other difficulties on their team. I think that he's going to have to stand on his head again for them to be in that point. Now, Koskinen. Uh, a lot of people talk about Koskinen and are not very happy with Koskinen. And um, everybody thought they were going to get an upgrade on him. Now, they didn't. They tried to get Markstrom. But you actually compare Koskinen and Markstrom's numbers. They were 917 nine to 918. And they were both 2.75 goals against average. So almost identical numbers. So I think we got to really look at that. Look at Koskinen was 18-13-3 last year, which is pretty darn good. Um, this year is going to be different with the dual goaltender system. Um, the Oilers went with that last year. And Mike Smith was only 9.02 and a 2.95 goals against average. So that might be the worrying part with uh, 12 back-to-backs for the Oilers this year. That's something we're going to have to look into and see. But when you actually match him up to the other goaltenders in his division... He's in pretty good steed with all of them. Uh, Murray is only at 899 and 287. Anderson in Toronto is only at 909 and 2.85. So you kind of look at all these numbers of these guys and where they're at. Well, I'm not so worried. What I am interested with the Oilers is uh, looking at some of the future goaltenders they have. They have Rodrigue and they have Konolov who is uh, 9-16 and 2.4 goals against in the KHL. I'd like to see where their futures are and where they're going. But I can still see the Oilers doing pretty decent this year with what they have. All this talk has made me thirsty. And that comes to the next little part of our world, 
beer. Nothing better than having a nice cold beer, that's for sure. I love beer. I think we all do. And uh, today we're going to talk a bit about Alley Cap Brewing. Alley Cap Brewing is one of the gold standards kind of in Edmonton when you look at it. They were Brewer of the Year in 2019, and they've been around 25 years, which is pretty amazing for a craft beer uh, company because uh, it was a real struggle to do this, to actually produce craft beer when they were doing it. So props to them. Now, it did get sold last year. Um, Neil and Levon decided to move on, and uh, they sold it to Zane Christensen and Cameron French, and they're continuing to tradition and actually coming up with some new beers. It's a pretty exciting time. Uh, today, what I'm going to be drinking is a Long John's Salted Caramel Ale. Now, this is a great little beer. It's got uh, vanilla and caramel flavors. You can't really beat that nice taste because it's just smooth. It's a nice smooth ale with that nice bitterness, but finishes with a nice salt finish. Um, I'm going to enjoy these, and there's going to be a way later on that we're going to talk about that you can win a six-pack of these. That's going to be all part of this in a contest that we'll have. Oilers defense. Now we're seeing a big change in the Oilers this year with having Clefbaum out. He was their number one de facto defenseman. But I'm also uh, of the thought that they've added a couple of pieces that will actually spread out the defense a lot more. We may not see that one dominant defenseman that plays a lot, but I think we're going to see better results with the guys we have. Um, the Oilers did pick up uh, Tyson Berry in the offseason. Tyson Berry had a tough time in Toronto. His second half was excellent in Toronto once the coaching was changed. I think what you have to realize with Tyson Berry is he's a riverboat player. He loves to skate. He loves to get up in the play. He's making those nice passes. We're going to see him be fantastic on this power play. I'm really excited to see a right-hand shot like him on, on the power play. I think what people forget is Clefbaum put up decent numbers, but even Nurse put up better numbers on the power play when Clefbaum was injured. So to see Tyson Berry there is going to be really exciting. One of the big new things that's happening because of Clefbaum out is uh, Caleb Jones is going to have to step up. He's 23 years old now. He's got 60 games under his belt, which is very little for an NHL defenseman. But I do like his first pass. He seems to be a very smart player, and I think that's a good addition. It looks like right now it's going to be Nurse and Bear. Um, it's going to be Jones with Larson. And Cuckoo is going to be playing with Barry. Now, this was another pickup that they had. Cuckoo, 42 games last year, was his most he's played in the NHL. He was a high draft pick, 10th overall with Tampa. Last year in Chicago, he played 42 games, had 10 points, and was plus 3. Um, he had a real big pedigree, drafting ten, drafted 10th overall, and in his last junior season, he had 53 points and was plus 44. So it's taken him a while, and it sounds like he's had a whole bunch of things go on in life, and he's changed as a player. He's looked great in camp, and he's actually bumped Russell down. Now, people are really getting stuck on, well, Russell's going to be 7th. Koku, where's going to... Where's everybody going to fit? Last year, the Oilers went with 11 defensemen. They actually played 11 defensemen. So what you have to realize is we're probably going to see all these guys. 
Right now, Bouchard is with the main team, but he will be sent down to the taxi squad uh, once they put uh, Clefbaum on LTIR. Uh, it's an exciting time, though. We're going to see some great things. Nurse played a ton of minutes. The last couple of years, he's played over 19 minutes, 5-on-5. Five five. I expect him still to carry quite a bit of the load with this defense, but I think we're going to see a very much, a, a much mobile defenseman. Uh, we're going to see way more pucks coming up. We're going to see a faster uh, retrieval. We need to change our numbers, 5-on-5, five five, that's for sure. Let's talk a little business. When I say business, what we're talking about is trying to put a little light on some businesses that are in uh, Edmonton and area just because of what's happened with COVID. We're losing a lot of local businesses, and it's very important that we try and support as many as we can. I'm going to bring up one just down the road in Sherwood Park, Little Guy Liquor. Uh, Little Guy Liquor is a great local craft beer spot. I love going there. They do advent calendars uh, that are excellent. So if you need an advent calendar for your special someone, they're the one to talk to for Christmas time. Uh, they carry every craft beer you can imagine. They keep up with craft craft trends, but they have a lot of local craft beer, a lot of great different kinds of beers. So it's always good to talk with them. You can also buy singles, which I think is a great way to try a beer out. Sometimes if you're going to have some of the wild ones that are happening these days, it's better to try it out before buying a six pack. So Little Guy Liquor's, uh, located at 126, 270 Baseline Road. Talking about the forwards now for the Oilers, uh, this year is going to be an exciting year, and we definitely need to see some changes from last year. Uh, the Oilers last year, 5-on-5, five five, were not very good. They had 141 goals for and 157 against, so they were negative 16 5-on-5. Five five. A lot of people have been talking about the fact that they lost uh, Sheehan, and that's going to affect their uh, shorthanded. Now, I'm not so concerned about shorthanded. I'm more concerned about what you're doing five on five. To me, that's the number that needs to change. That's the number that can help. Riley Sheehan's line last year, which was the third line, was minus 20. That's not what you need. You need, you need that line. You need your third and fourth lines to at least be even or close to even. Even if they can be just around that even or positive mark even better just because your other lines are going to be up there, right? The first two lines look great. Um, I think they've improved a lot. I think their third line this year is going to be excellent. Adding Kyle Turris is fantastic. Here's a guy who scored 58 and 64 points in the league in the past. He's had a couple tough years in Nashville with a tough coach. I think this is a great spot for him to fall into. They're going to have either Archibald. It looks like they're going to start with Archibald, who's... Uh, a real fireball of a winger on the left, and they're going to have Pulajarvi on the right. This is a great opportunity for all three of these guys to play some softer minutes. Having Jessa back is awesome. He looks bigger. He looks stronger. He looks faster. I think we're going to see him pop some goals this year and have a lot of fun. I love seeing that smile, and I think we're going to see it a lot this year. Um, I'm glad that... Uh, we can talk about hockey now instead of talking about numbers because really who cares what a player wears for numbers. I know that he's going to be wearing number 13 and uh, I hope 13 gets at least 13 goals this year. Now, when we're talking about other players, uh, they also brought a real interesting guy in for the top six, which is really exciting, and that's Dominic Cahoon. Why I'm excited about this guy more than anything is the amount of points he scores five on five. 
In the past two years, he has 60 points, 5 on 5, which puts him 86th in the NHL. When you actually look at that, that's excellent. That's excellent points to add for the Oilers where they need it, 5 on 5. So that can only improve our 5 on 5. It also bumps guys like Ennis and Archibald down, which is also a positive because that improves our third and fourth lines. With our fourth line, we're going to see a collection of guys. Just like I was talking about defensemen, uh, we're going to see a lot of forwards this year too, just with what's going on in our world and the players that we have. Um, we're going to see some mixes. Uh is going to be in off the bat because of his penalty killing, but he's going to have a very short leash. Uh, the Oilers did sign Devin Shore, but it's a two-way contract, so if he clears waivers, I expect him to be in that fourth-line role probably more. The wingers are going to be very interchangeable. We have Chase on there. Like I said, we're either going to have uh, Ennis or Archibald. We're going to have James Neal coming back. Uh, so there's going to be a big mix of guys in there. So that fourth line will probably be very fluid. But like I said, I expect that they'll improve on that five-on-five -five play with this collection of players, which is only a positive. The Oilers need to improve that five-on-five. -five. That's going to change a lot of what they do for sure. Obviously, the top two lines look great with McDavid and Dreisaitl. When you put them against any other team in this division, I'd take those two guys over anybody. So I think they're in a good spot forward-wise. Like I said, finally there's some competition, which I think is huge for this team. It's definitely needed. Well, thanks very much for listening. Uh, this is segment number one. I'm going to do a weekly show. I'm pretty excited to do this. Uh, now it's contest time. Uh, what I'm doing is because I want to support local business. I want to support some of these local breweries that are doing uh, so much and trying to survive in what's gone on. Uh, the beer I tried today, Long John Salted Caramel. It is excellent. And I want to give a six-pack of it away. So here's how, what we're going to do here. It's a trivia question, plain and simple. Jess is wearing a new number. We said that number earlier in the podcast. I want you to send me that who wore that jersey for the Oilers and had a special nickname. So I'd like the name of that other player who wore that same number and his nickname. You can send it a couple of ways. You can send it via email, tj at teamjet.ca, or DM me on Twitter. With uh, I'm at, at Jercells, which is Jeremy McCain. You can look up too on Twitter. So there are two ways you can do it. Like I said, uh, that's the contest. Have a good week, guys. Let's enjoy these Oiler games. I'm pretty excited, and we'll catch up next week. Thank you.